0: Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you're listening to the Refill and Chill Podcast. Stay tuned to the end of the pod for a preview of my new mix, Bangerade, Volume 2. Consume responsibly.
1: I need a refill. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Hey, hey! You the chosen one! This is the
0: way. Welcome back to another episode of Refill and Chill, the Star Wars Saturday edition. I'm your host here with my go-host, Brandon Park, and we have two special guests today. Sarah White and Brandon Beats. Welcome back to the show, you guys. It's been almost a full year since you've been on.
1: That's crazy to
0: think. Has it really been a full year? Almost. Almost. It's been since May 15th of last year.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was for wow. May 4th. That's
0: crazy. When this airs, it'll be 3 5. Oh wait. Yeah,
1: so yeah.
0: March. Yeah. 3 5. Yeah,
1: 3 5,
2: yeah. 3 5. So welcome back.
1: Thank
2: you. Well, thanks for having us
0: back. And Brandon Park, how are you?
3: Uh, You know, not doing doing too bad
0: myself. Can't complain. We've got plenty to talk about today. A bunch of stuff in the Star Wars news. And then we've got the three big blue milks, like always. But today's episode, as promised, is going to focus more on Brandon and Sarah's most recent trip to Disney World in Orlando, Florida because they just checked out some of the newer stuff out there in another galaxy is to. So, Brandon Park, we got to catch up on some stuff. Bad Batch has been delayed. We're not sure when, but it says coming soon. Any Mm -hmm. thoughts on when we can see Bad Batch? Uh, It makes me uh, very sad,
3: first of all. Um, I'd probably say, like, since it was supposed to be spring, probably fall or, like... December again, like Book of Boba?
0: I can see that. I'm thinking more late summer, early, probably early fall, like a September release to then lead you right into maybe The Mandalorian Season 3. But I guess we don't know. We won't know until... Oh, yeah. I figured they weren't going to release it in the spring if we were going to get Kenobi in May. Kenobi! Because they want everybody's attention on that. Um, But... We have a couple cool leaks that I wanted to read. And I've been excited to talk about this for a while. Um, We've got a Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus leak that spoils the Jedi Order. And let me pull it up here. So we're already knowing that there's going to be a rematch of the century. Um, However, a new leak has revealed that the audiences assume these dark side assassins aren't the only that are the only ones that are going to be teased in this show. Okay. So there is another Jedi in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series who survived the events of the revenge of the Sith. According to this leak, he's on a mission to find Kenobi and rebuild the Jedi order. Having been inspired by Obi-Wan's message to the Jedi who survived order 66, a young Jedi named Nari finally locates the Jedi Master on Tatooine. However, since the Inquisitors are in pursuit of Nari, his arrival on Tatooine only draws attention to Kenobi and endangers Luke Skywalker. This report also claims that Rupert Friend's Grand Inquisitor, the fifth brother, and Reba, the third sister, arrive on Tatooine where Reva senses Obi-Wan. The Grand Inquisitor dismisses her claim on account that he cannot be leading her to take out a frustration on the citizens of Tatooine who failed to provide him with information. According to previous reports, Moses Ingram is likely to play Reva or the third sister. And while Star Wars fans have seen the Grand Inquisitor and Fifth in animation before, Ingram's Reva is a character that audiences have not seen. Lastly, due to the threat of the Inquisitors, Joel's Edgerton's Owen Lars believes Kenobi will only lead them to Luke and tries to get his nephew back to the farm to keep him safe. So my question to you guys is with this plot leak per se, could this be why we don't see Ben Kenobi in a new hope as a ally to the Skywalkers or the Lars, um, you know, cause he calls him a crazy old man and tries to keep him away from him. But do you think that it all has to do with just the uh, possibility of endangering Luke from these, um, Jedi Finders, the Inquisitors?
3: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely would say that definitely has to have something to do with it. Um, I think he's always sort of thought that Obi-Wan or Ben, if you want to call him, uh, Kenobi is like kind of a crazy older dude. You know, he never was really about like the Jedi way and kind of wanted to distance himself from, you know, like Luke from his father's you know path that he took. Um. I would agree. I think the uncle was like told
0: Luke that he was like a crazy person, so he always thought that way. Sarah, you might have to get closer to the to the no.
1: computer. No, I said I I would agree that I think um, Ben was always told, was always thought to be crazy by the uncle to me. oh yeah and she's just like no that guy's crazy don't go near him so he's <laughs> right. always thought that regardless but I mean this then would explain why the uncle then had that notion to tell Luke that
0: Hmm. do you think that this could be um, one of the only Jedi that we see in this show because I think that we're going to get a few crazy cameos like we did in of Boa
3: um so actual live jedi yes um but i do think and i actually don't want to say it because i already said it in an episode before and we're about to get into it um so i'll leave that one be Uh. but i can say i called it yeah <laughs> much like we thought we called han solo i hope that this i hope this cameo is correct well, this one just makes way more sense than Han Solo ever did, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, Beats, did you ever watch Rebels yet, or are you still on Clone Wars? No, still you finished on,
2: it. No, still on the Clone Wars. Okay, it's it's still gonna be a while before I get through that, but I'm I'm trying, man. I'm I actually am rewatching Boba right now, and I. I He doesn't suck as much as I thought he did.
0: (laughs) No, the first few episodes are great. I think people just forgot about how good the first couple episodes were because we get lost in that third episode with the Power Rangers and then the fourth episode. Um, And then we lose everything when you see Mando and then Grogu and Luke. So, yeah, I think people forget that Boba is a badass. But um, shout out Brandon Park for getting the the Boba Fett Funko Pops for us.
3: Absolutely, had to. I saw two available, and I'm like, why not?
0: Add to the collection. That's only my uh, third Star Wars Funko between Mando, Boba, and uh, Kylo Ren. That's my third Funko ever and my second Star Wars one. Wow. I know, right? Do you guys have any Star Wars Funkos yet?
1: No. Well, I have those little... uh... I think they're by Funko little grove you guys. Um, we'll, we'll know that oh I have yeah it, so I like, but I don't have any Funko stars. I really don't collect Funko's to be honest. I've liked them, but I've also always had too many collections going on to add one more. So I just have a couple that I like.
0: Yeah, the Funko's are becoming my new thing. Like I think I've got seven or eight now. I just got a new one from what if, but I'm on the lookout for a Riddler from the Batman movie. Ooh. Yeah. I found one that was like nine bucks online. So I think I'm going to get that on payday. You
1: have to check
0: out the exchange. Yeah. The exchange always has good ones. Yeah. So let's get into the next one. We've got a cool cameo that's expected to appear. Brandon, why don't you take off on that one?
3: All right. So basically if this one doesn't happen, I, I give up. I give up. Uh Qui-Gon Jin is rumored to uh make an appearance in Kenobi. Um and I think it just makes all it just makes too much sense honestly. You know, this happens right after Revenge of the Sith, you know, 10 years after of course. Um but Yoda tells him about uh the Force Ghost training, um that Qui-Gon knows about it mm-hmm. and he's basically to find a way to contact him.
0: Well, Qui-Gon's the one who taught Yoda how to to find
3: yes. it or yeah. train for it, yeah. Mm, yeah, we learned that in the Clone Wars. Um so I I fully expect uh to see Liam Neeson in this as Qui-Gon Jinn as a force ghost.
0: In your solitude on Tatooine training I have for you. <laughs> Those are the exact words out of Yoda's mouth.
3: A, I just think it's the perfect opp- opportunity. And honestly, it will give us an opportunity to, to see what it takes for a Jedi to become a Force ghost once he, once they pass on.
0: Yeah, because we've not seen the training except for Qui-Gon in the Clone Wars. So it would be kind of cool. Um, wait, we, we saw it happen in the Clone Wars, right? Was it when Yoda was training?
3: Uh, I don't remember if we saw the whole thing or not.
0: See, the, okay, so then this would be a great ch- opportunity for them to show just how it's done because they made it seem like it had to be some formal training, but like uh, Vader was able to do it right before he passed and then turn back into Anakin.
2: Yeah, that we just that make is up the rules as it goes.
3: Yeah, Palpatine, I mean, Palpatine returned, it. so nothing's impossible. Yep.
0: Always got to add that into an episode. Yep, <laughs> I, I think we've used it in every episode for like the last four weeks. I love it. I plan on continuing that. It's the best running joke. Um, that's about it for the Star Wars news. Um, they did just announce today that Eclipse, the new Star Wars video game, is probably set to be uh, delayed until twenty twenty seven or twenty twenty eight due to what was it, Brandon? It was like uh, lack of they didn't have staff hiring they know they couldn't hire anyone they can't hire someone to make a video game that does that sounds crazy
3: yeah they were having trouble uh with staffing so i thought that was pretty insane um especially developing a video game i don't really know how covid stops it that much but
0: yeah but all right let's take it to the ad break and when we come back brandon and sarah are going to talk about their trip to disney world
3: Welcome back from the ad break. Remember that Anchor is free. And if you don't use Anchor, Palpatine may return again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Brandon and Sarah, you guys just returned recently from Disney World, the most magical place on earth. You guys stopped down in Epcot. Oh, no, is it Hollywood Studios? Yes, you were in Hollywood Studios. You went everywhere, but in Hollywood Studios specifically, there's Batu. In a galaxy far, far away, please give us the rundown of your trip.
1: I, first and foremost like Disney did such a great job of making that planet at first like I was trying to figure out when I was watching the movies where Pitu was like it was bothering me I'm like where the heck is it and I realized and after googling that the Imagineers was like they had to just bring in from all different planets because they knew Star Wars fans would pick apart if they tried to make an actual planet that already existed so it's kind of cool that it's all of your favorite Star Wars planets kind of mushed together and you feel like you're in such a movie, like how the Falcon looks, how Kylo's run ship looks, how like the blue milk stands look. I mean, everything right down to the detail is just insane.
2: Yeah. I think we talked about it a little bit a year ago, um, about all that kind of the same stuff. Um, but this, this time we got to ride the, uh, Rise of the Resistance, and uh, we're able to get into, <clears throat> excuse me, the Cantina, which were it was awesome. I, if you can't, if you can get there, get into those, ride that, and get into that that bar. Highly recommend that.
1: Well, thankfully now, not live music, no, but a little tidbit. The um, droid, the DJ droid, is Rex. And he was actually an old droid from the Star Tours ride that's been at Hollywood Studios for a long time. They kind of took him out and placed him in there and he'll occasionally, like, move a little bit. He didn't when we were there. I don't know how frequently his, like, necessarily is on a sink or anything, but that's kind of cool. But the music fit the cantina vibes.
3: Yeah, I actually remember that droid that you're talking about. I went there, uh, I think last time I was there was probably like eight years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to all love the Star Wars ride that they had there. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I got to go back home and find it um, one of these times. I have a picture of me next to Darth Vader as a little kid. And now I'm just crying because <laughs> I was terrified.
1: <laughs> He's intimidating.
3: He, he was.
1: Even he like was. as an adult adult like seeing him I'm like oh like you know it's to an, a point but I'm like this is scary like and you could just hear the breathing like that close to your face you're like oh oh yeah <laughs> they do so well with that I mean every character interaction I've had with um he didn't get to see it Brandon he did it this time but when I went with my mom um Ray and Chewie were out Fixing some speeders, and like it's just so cool that they just walk around there and they ask you if you've seen stormtroopers and stuff like that. Like, they do such a good job of making you feel like you're part of Star Wars.
0: Did you grope him to see if he was a grower or a shower?
1: <laughs> it's still socially distanced. So, no, I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs>
2: yeah you don't you don't have to wear a mask any longer when you go there so that's that's a plus but they still keep your princesses and and chewies away from you uh (laughs) six feet or more probably for the best though i mean probably i don't know i mean they they used to bring them so you can meet them and be right next to them though
1: like i said with vader star wars ones that they still don't like that even when i was in there the first time when i went in 2019 um they were all just walking around like it wasn't like they had a set area like you go over here and ray will be out in an hour like they just popped up which i think is actually better and makes more for the story like that's how it would happen if you were in a movie like you're not just gonna go someone's gonna say ray's over here like she right. just pops out when she's out or pilo just pops out when they pop out so
0: Hmm. did you guys have any uh, blue milk while you're down there
1: no we got. Oh. i know we were going to so we had late re- reservations for the cantina that was the only one that was available and like i clicked it instantly and was like so excited um blue milk was an option on there for kids and you can still get it with alcohol at the cantina like it's both but we both wanted to try different things knowing that we could get it outside of the cantina, but when we got outside, it was already closed. So that kind of stunk.
2: Oh yeah. We, we tried, uh, we tried two different drinks and this, uh, like Boba, um, Jello jello thing, which was, which was really, really good. It came kind of like in a Petri dish type thing, but it, like, it it sounds weird describing it right now, (laughs) but it was, it was good. Um, and then Sarah got this drink where you... The you,
1: Fuzzy Tauntaun.
2: It's, yeah, it's called the Fuzzy Tauntaun. And it makes your lips or, or and or tongue kind of numb feeling. But it was... I mean, the drinks were delicious. I had what was probably a margarita. Um, the Outer Rim. That one was called the Outer Rim. <laughs> and we just... You know, we met a, a number of nice people within the bar. And one thing that sticks with me is to two folks ordered the jedi mind trick drink and the server comes up and says here's one jedi mind trick and then asks so what's this other drink called and no one knows like oh it's this jedi mind trick he says it's the return of the jedi mind trick
0: (laughs) what was the drink made of like what was it did you see
1: so the Jetta Mind Trick, no, I could look that up. The Fuzzy Tauntaun is pretty much just a fuzzy navel. Um, and like Brandon said, the outer rim is just like a margarita, but they theme it really well. Like his outer rim like had black margarita salt just on one side. Huh. And, like it was colored, cool. Um, but the Jedi Mind Trick was cool. They got fizzy like boba at the bottom. So it like fizzes the entire time you're drinking it which was just crazy like I said though the fuzzy tauntaun I knew it was gonna numb like I read all the reviews and said everything but you're never ready for that feeling like he didn't believe me like it's the foam on top of it and then like I took a sip then of his drink and I was like oh because it just makes everything like tenfold taste different and feel different but it was so good and fuzzy navels are my favorite drink anyway so but it was an amazing experience um we asked they have coasters, which was really cool, um, and I was telling Brandon to take some. And then we asked our server if we could have more. He's like, "What are you talking about more?" He goes, "That's like spice around here. You think I just have these lying in my pocket?" And then he's <laughs> like, "Let me see what I can do." And he like came back and like threw like twenty at the little like bar table, and we were like, each person at like each party that was standing there got to take a set home, which was kind of cool. I mean, they just did. It was so cool.
0: Did you guys get to see any of the Galactic Star Cruiser?
1: No, that just the influence. I showed them where it was, like how you would get to it. Um, I know it just opened,
0: but I wasn't sure if you guys got to see it at all.
1: No, and I don't think you necessarily can see it unless you have like a reservation to get into it. Like, I don't think it's something you can just walk up to and take pictures. Like, I'm pretty sure they have it lock
0: and key yeah i've been watching uh videos of like the first like first impressions on it and it just i don't know if it really looks star wars or not it's kind of cheesy like it doesn't feel like they really took the time to make it star wars but um all in all i mean we'll see you gotta spend like five grand to even stay there so Mm
1: -hmm. one girlfriend of mine who i follow meg is her name She um, was one of the influencers that got to preview it. She said it was awesome and loved it and like thought everything was done really well. But also she's diehard Star Wars like you are. But I mean, seeing it in person, I think she was, views changed, like she was excited. But I mean, the fact that you get to like choose a storyline of which way you're going to go and like she got to trap stormtroopers in a brig, like she closed them in there. And they have like a couple characters at the like bar area that like look like the one looked like a girl greedo. I don't know how else to describe what that mm-hmm. creature is. So it's like the fact that those are just walking about so close to you and interacting with you like you're just part of a normal shit that they would actually be on is looks cool to me.
0: Yeah. Just a walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing all that. We have got to move on to the three blue milks. The first blue milk of the night is: How did Anakin get the scar across his face? Crap! It's kind of a trick question. Who, but... who wants to go
3: first? <laughs> I'll go first then. Yeah.
1: Let me. Sweet. Let me just um... go
3: first. Oh, oh okay. I, all right, all right,
1: all right, all right. All right. <laughs> because
2: I'll tell you right now, I don't know.
3: Oh, okay, that's fair. Well, <clears throat> I think Anakin uh, ran into a space cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
3: same space cat that Nick Fury ran into. It's a nice kitty.
0: Do you know where I'm going with this, though? Do you know how he actually got it?
3: I actually don't.
0: Oh, I'm George is really
1: trying Lincoln. to think.
0: Oh, George, well, I saw that tweet. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. George Lucas was just asked how he got his scar, and he goes, "I don't know. I just gave it to him. He looks cool with it." So there was <laughs> never really, there was never really any canon of how Anakin got his scar. So maybe we'll see a flashback flying, of that. Novi
1: was flying all the the pods and everything. Like it just happened then, and then it just developed over an age.
2: Yeah, no, Padme didn't give it to
0: him.
1: Yeah. Oh. Could have gotten Whoa. feisty.
0: <laughs> Spice things up. It was kind of a trick question, but I had to ask. So uh second oh, blue milk. Who would you guys like to see casted in Star Wars? Just your fan favorite. Who would you like to see? Hmm.
1: That's a really on the spot question.
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Um hmm. Man, I really gotta think about that
0: one. I'll go first because with the recent with the recent film of Spider Man No Way Home, for some reason when I see Tom Holland as our beautiful Spider Man, I just see him as a young Jedi who's facing like some darkness in his past. And I don't know when I saw him trying to kill the Green Goblin, I just felt like it was like testing a side like the dark side. I don't know. I know it's totally different than Star Wars, but. I could just see Tom Holland being a Jedi, but anyways.
3: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Um, that. Sorry, Brandon.
3: <laughs> oh No, you're good. You're good. I'm still
1: thinking. I was thinking going off of what Dylan said, Elizabeth Olsen would be kind of really cool. Um, I think she'd be a cool figure to somehow put in there. And also just one of my favorite actresses um, would be Mandy Moore. She's the voice of Rapunzel and she's been in a whole bunch of other stuff, but she just always played sweet characters. So like trying to play that, like it would almost be like she'd been of a Padme vibe of a character, I think would be kind of cool, but those would be my two.
2: What about you, Brandon? What do you got? Dwayne, the rock Johnson kind of comes to my mind. I'm not sure why I think you could fit in in like a military, like, um, like military kind of guy uh, with like the stormtroopers or or clones at some you know
0: yeah he could even be a rebel just one of the rebel uh pilots I don't know I could see that
3: so I'm actually gonna bounce off of you uh Dylan and I'm gonna say Zendaya.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I actually could see her being in Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Was um wait was she just in Dune?
3: No, Mm, I don't think so. I never watched it. So,
0: I think she was just in Dune with Timothy Chomalala.
3: Oh, well, that ruined that one. Um, we'll go with uh, hmm, hey man, I'm really thinking about this one. We'll get a surprise guest of Shaq. It's
1: actually got to be cool though, like seeing a or, like basketball player like that oh numbers. yeah i can see they'd it they'd stick out it could be lebron's next acting or
3: mm-hmm. we could go with uh dylan's favorite actor
0: tom cruise huh. get, <laughs> him get him out of here he could uh, he could stick to most. batman <laughs> the, more, the more and more that i see uh leaks on twitter for the new uh, Multiverse Madness. I keep seeing Tom Cruise and it's driving me insane. <laughs> or, uh, oh, I thought of a good one.
3: Uh, what's the... Uh, well, I know there's a ton of kids in Stranger Things, but... um. Finn Wolfrock.
0: Huh? Finn Wolfrock. Or Finn Wolf something. You're talking about, like, for a young Kylo Ren? N- well, he would be perfect for that, actually.
3: Um, I was thinking about, like, a whole new character. Oh.
0: Uh, I gotta look up his name. Well, while he's looking that up, we are pressed for time. So I will ask the third Blue Milk, will we see Padme Amidala in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series?
1: I I hope so, but I don't think so.
0: I hope we get a flashback of her.
1: Oh, I would love like a flashback of her like right before she gets on the like ship Like, more to that story before she gets onto the ship with Obi-Wan, or, like, leaving, not knowing Obi-Wan is on there before she gets on there. Like, her thoughts on that ship going to find Anakin, like, that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I think we'll actually see um, Vader go to her tombstone or her, like, Mm -hmm. and he'll, like, touch her casket and just, like, feel her through the force. And then I could totally see that.
2: What if you? What if they had something like uh, Luke has like these these sounds in his head that could be Padme, you know, speaking to him.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if
2: you'll actually see her, but it would some kind of you know message he keeps receiving this.
3: Hmm. Well, like that probably. be even
1: cool. Because, like, how Anakin had the dreams about Padme, like, he could have the dream. Luke could have the dreams about her.
0: Yeah. I hope we see her. I just can't wait for this show. I do think that we will get the trailer next week. Um, mm-hmm. I did see a rumor that it was supposed to come out March 9th, which would be a day after I had initially predicted it to come out. I said March 8th when me and Brandon came up with our predictions. Um Brandon, did you find that name?
3: Ah, uh, yes, Caleb McCoughlin. That's what I thought uh, his name was, but I did not want to butcher it.
0: Right, right, right. Okay. Um, so, anyways, Kenobi coming out in May, trailer should be out next week. So, we'll do a full breakdown of the trailer. Hopefully, we'll do a live reaction to that. Um, we might even try to test out YouTube, see if we can do a live reaction and do a live stream. But thank you guys for coming on a and
1: viewing party
0: yeah i'd like to have a viewing party so that's kind of like what we're trying to aim for um just trying to get more viewers so that might help our podcast grow a little bit if we uh start transitioning over to youtube but thank you for coming on and talking about disney um until next time follow us at refill and chill on instagram on twitter may the force be with you all and have a good night i'm falling to be
1: but I need this, yeah, I need this. You're my fault, my weakness. When did you
2: turn so cold?
1: You cut me down to the bone, now you're dancing all over my soul. I'm falling to pieces, to pieces, to pieces. But i